Hi and welcome to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. If you are watching, listening to this now, uh, if you are on iTunes, what I would love for you to do is do me a giant favor and leave an incredible review. Now, I know you haven't even listened to this podcast, but I'm so excited by the fact of the content of this thing that I can pretty much guarantee you already it's going to be five stars. And if it isn't, you have your money back guaranteed, which you didn't pay anything anyway, so I can make that guarantee. So this podcast, we're going to be talking about how to earn respect in a relationship. Because a relationship is founded on respect. And I don't know if you've ever been in a relationship that hasn't had any respect. But look, if you're ever in that situation, if you're ever in a situation where you've lost the respect or you feel like you don't even respect yourself, or you you feel like your brain is going insane, 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 trying to solve the problem, then that's the big issue right here. So... The reason why I'm doing this podcast, by the way, is it's it's very it's very uh, close to home for me, and uh, because when you lose a sense of respect in a relationship from the other partner, it doesn't just come from the other partner. What actually it comes from is a sense of respect in yourself. It's a sense of respect in what you want. It's a sense of respect of what you think should happen, and it's a sense of respect in your own thoughts and beliefs that we end up putting other people's beliefs more important than our own. And we're going to be discussing that more in this podcast. So that's the thing that I really want to start. So let's start off with the idea of values. So if you've if you've encountered me before, and I hope you have, what you're going to find is, is that, well, honestly, like values, they're a foundation of a relationship because they're a foundation of attraction. When we think about values, we think about, how would you describe a value? And if you've heard me talk about this before, I hope you have. But if you haven't, I'm going to give you a rundown right now. And a value is simply a feeling or emotion that you value. So if you value sports, you like the feeling or you value the feeling or the feeling that sports has, has value to you. If you value... uh, if you value relationships or if you value family, the feelings or what a love or whatever that comes with family is feelings that you value. And if you want someone to respect you or value you, then it comes from them valuing you, valuing the feelings that you give them. But no one is going to value you unless you do. No one is going to respect your time Unless you do. No one is going to respect your standards unless you do. So one of the biggest values I want to invite you to consider is personal respect and following your own path. And if you know anything about me, if you know anything about my story, is that, well, it started for me around four or five years ago, although I've been doing this kind of stuff for my entire life, it started for me around four or five years ago um, when there was the girl of my dreams and I was in love with her. And I thought it was going to go somewhere until she told me that I loved her more than she loved me. And after that, I lost value in myself. I stopped valuing the feelings that I gave myself, valuing my own self, valuing what I called my own roadmap. Have you ever been in a situation like that? 
So that's what made me the dating coach I am today. Because I went nuts. I went nuts to uncover everyone else's roadmap, like their roadmap for love, their roadmap for life, like it was a distraction from my own. And as I went down this path, I became the master of communication. I Then I started coaching guys, and then I eventually went on tour and realized I hated it, then I came back. But the thing is, the reason why I hated it was because I was still teaching people how not to be themselves, how not to be respecting their own roadmap. And so when I came back, the thing that changed, and the things that, you know, when I started, I became sort of a man whisperer because, like, all, you know, all my old, like, you know, mentors and stuff and even clients and just friends and things were like, you know, Harvey, Harvey, like, you know, you coach men, you know what he's thinking. And uh, that was from there I started coaching women. But the thing that I noticed that was different was that I started valuing myself, valuing my own roadmap and valuing my own values. And the thing is, no one will do it unless you do it first. No one will respect your time unless you respect your own time first. No one will respect your space unless you respect your space first. But what does that look like? Well, now let's talk about standards. So what are standards? If you don't know what a standard is, standard is literally things that you think are standard. Simple as that, you know? You get up, out of bed, a standard would be that you have a bed. Now, for some people, they don't have that standard. They don't have a standard that they have a bed, but for you, hopefully you do. Because if you don't have a bed, then what's next? You know, like, you get out of what? You get out of, like, you get out of a, a cardboard box, for example. Standards in life are things that we consider to be standard, which means if someone breaks that standard or you drop that standard, then you change it. You will, it, it doesn't even make sense. You know, it's like, there are some things where you're a bit flexible on, but you're never flexible on standards. Never flexible on standards. Because the moment you are, you start to jeopardize your worldview. And when you jeopardize your worldview, then you start to lose things like confidence. You start to lose, you don't value yourself as much because you stop dropping, you start dropping your standards. So a standard might be that, honestly, you're able to drink water. Like, that's a simple standard. Like, that's a standard that we take for granted because it's... Um, it's every day we can drink water, you know? But a standard in a relationship might be that you feel heard. A standard in a relationship might be that you express yourself when you feel like you need to express yourself. The standard might mean that when it comes to love, you're only going to allow yourself to love people who are willing to invest back. And I'm going to give you some of the biggest standards now to understand and to embody. This is why you're going to give this five stars if you're on iTunes. Because when you embody these things, you'll realize that these are the standards that create a relationship. So the first standard is collaboration. Co-la-bo-r-lation. <laughs> I got too carried away with the pronunciation. But looky, looky. Collaborations is the name of the game. If someone isn't collaborating... They ain't in a relationship with you. You might be in a relationship with them, but they are not giving, they, it's not a relationship with you. A collaboration is simply, they are putting in just as much effort as you in. Are oh, you are. Have you ever been in university or, or in college, if you're in America, have you ever been in college and had a group 
project or assignment and have, <laughs> I'll stop impersonating America, but the whole of America, obviously. But have you ever been and done a group project with someone and they just haven't pulled their weight? Well, that's what collaboration looks like. Like, or lack of collaboration is when they don't pull their weight, they don't listen to you, or if they're not giving you what you need, then, uh, then they're not collaborating. Now, the standard is no one will respect you unless you do. So that means if you've got to respect your feelings and express them. This is what we mean, express your unspokens. So the express your unspokens might be, or speak your unspokens, might be that if you're feeling really annoyed, you'll say it. If you're feeling unhappy, you say it. You say it for the sake of saying it. Now remember, if you have a pen and paper, or if you're driving your car, listening to this, also hi, but it is. Simply kill the monster while it's small. We want to stop envy turning into jealousy. This double-headed dragon. We want to stop anger turning into rage. This fiery blue dragon. Um, we want to stop these, these emotions from spiraling out of control because we bottled it up inside. Because bottling up inside can be one of the most unhealthiest things you can do because then it manifests. Then it manifests as this intense, like, but you did this one thing this one time and you didn't listen to me seven years ago and rah! Like, it's, it's, it's not even the real issue. It starts to build up and 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 then when that builds up, there's a down and that's an avalanche and an avalanche of pain and hate. So we want to speak our unspokens and the simple pen and paper writing thing, if you have a thing down, is write down, it isn't personal, it's just communication. The less personal you can make emotions, the better. But Harvey, emotions are personal. No, Harvey. I mean you, not me, you, specifically you. Emotions are like waypoints. Emotions are a way that we feel and understand the world. If you're upset because someone did something to hurt you, that's not anything to do with them. It's something that they did. The moment you make it about them is the moment that you make it personal. The moment you make it about something that they did is less about them and more about what they did. And so it's it's just simply like, but you know, but I am what I do. I got a, I got a reminder for you. If you think that you are what you do, if you are what you think, you are what your job is, you are what your clothes are, you are more than that. And if you think that you are that, then you are as the, as the French say, as not as the French say, sorry, I'm just joking around. As I say, you are limited to your perceptions. And that's always the truth. Is that you are always limited to your perceptions of the world. That the world and the events are inherently meaningless. Inherently meaningless. But the reality we create is what we interpret. And you can take that as deep as you want to or as shallow as you want to. It's up to you. So simply being, your top standard should be is to speak your unspokens, but also to match your investments. Now, at the, at the, you match their investments. So at the start of a relationship, right? Uh, at the start of a relationship, sure, make it easy for them. Because, you know, it's that's just fucking common courtesy. But you should never jeopardize on any emotions that you're feeling. If someone's a fucking dick to you, say it. It's not personal. It's just communication. But Harvey, this will scare them off. If you didn't say it now and it scared them off, if it didn't, you know, if you said it now and it scared them off now, when you're together later, it'll fucking scare them off then. So what do you want? Sometimes it's better to be more clear about who you are, so that way you can be clear about what you want now rather than later. So I want to talk about a couple things. 
these couple things are what we call double Ds. And if you're a guy listening to this, get your head out of your dick. And if you're a girl listening to this, get a, get your head out of your boobs because these aren't the double Ds that you're thinking about. These are the double Ds of destruction. These are the double Ds that will kill not only your relationships. These will kill if you're running a business. This will kill your business. This will kill your relationships with your family. This will kill your fitness. These are the double Ds of destruction and decay that kill your life. So heed this warning. This is not going to be positive. This is just going to be really fucking clear and to the point. The first D of destruction is a distraction. How often do you distract yourself? How often do you hide behind things and activities? Do you spend time watching TV? Fuck it. Do you spend time fucking people? Do you spend time going on dates to distract yourself from the truth? Do you spend time like Netflix? You know, there's a period of my life that I refer to as the horror. It's when, uh, and if you're a Warhammer nerd, you'll know what I mean by the horror. Hopefully, if you're not, then you won't know. But um, but there was a period of time when Netflix first came to Australia, and I got I got I got six months free. I did not do anything in that six months, but watch South Park back to back, then uh, Futurama back to back, and like other shows back to back. So these are things we do. The smoking is a distraction. You find that the distractions that you have are often very linked to like the chakras, for example, or very linked to the things that you're distracting yourself from. For example, one big distraction from me was I used to love, I love watching YouTube. In fact, it's one of those things that, you know, got me inspired to start doing YouTube channels because I loved other YouTubers, but fuck it. Like, it's fucking painful if you watch so much, if you watch it as a distraction. It like numbs, it puts your brain into like this alpha brainwaves thing and it, it focuses, focuses you to seek comfort. Now, this is what you'll find is, uh, what you'll find is, is that when you're in distraction mode, you seek things that hide you from your truth. And when you numb yourself from the bad, you also numb yourself from the good. So I'll say that again. When you numb yourself from the bad, you also numb yourself from the good. So when you distract yourself from the bad feelings, you also distract yourself from the good. Now, if you're in a relationship with someone who's distracting themselves, is it your job to fix them? No. Is it your job to tell them what you think? Yes. If you think they are distracting themselves, you need to be clear and gentle and let them know because otherwise they're going to be distracting themselves from your truths and after a while you'll start getting into the second D of destruction which can be more detrimental if you get into it, and that is denial. Have you ever been in denial? Or maybe not you, but maybe you know someone else who has. Because it's never us, it's always someone else, right? And when we're in denial, what happens? I would simply discuss denial as we're putting someone else's belief system over our own. We're putting someone else's happiness over our own. And that's when we start to give our energy away for free. Now, relationships are about giving. I've always said that. It's not a transaction, but a level four relationship, which is purely two people giving, is purely two people giving. And it will not happen unless you give to yourself and you demand a certain sense of respect. And that certain sense of respect is that when you give, 
that other person gives back to you. It's not a transaction, it's just giving. So another way of putting it is that if someone's not willing to listen to you, then they're not giving to you and then you then match them in accordance. Think of it like financial investment. To businesses, and I think I spoke about this in the last week's podcast actually, to businesses, uh, when they invest in each other, they create something that's called synergy or synergistic. And sex equals synergistic energy exchange. So you're always looking for relationships that are synergistic, that are a creation that you put together something that's more than what you had before. Simply put, that the, the stuff that you get out is 10 times better than what you put in. For both parties, anything less is a transaction. And denying the truth is denying your truth. And then when we start to deny ourselves, we start to we put their value system over our own, then we start to go insane. We start to micromanage ourselves because we have two belief systems in our head. We've got our, what we believe, is just and right. And then we have what they believe is just and right. And if it doesn't match, sometimes it doesn't match. And I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but the best way out of denial is to stop distracting. And the best way to stop distracting is to get yourself out of denial sometimes. Is to accept the truth. The truth is that maybe it's a mismatch. And maybe it's a mismatch right now. And sometimes people in denial are often thinking, but, uh, but Hardy, if I, just, if I just wait, if I just wait and wait and wait and wait and wait, maybe they'll pick me. Sometimes the fact that you wait is the reason why they don't pick you. So you got to go for what you want because no one else is going to give it to you. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, cue the music which is a joke because I edit the music in afterwards. And uh, make sure to leave a five-star review if you're listening to on iTunes. If you aren't, make sure to, uh, if you're listening to on www.getamorp.com, make sure to share with every person you know in the world ever. Thank you so much for listening. I love you and have an amazing day. Bye.